0: Yeah, Find you can't them. overthink it. I think people are conditioned to think that conditions have to be perfect. It's ridiculous. Like, just do it. Think about it less and do it. If if you're being called to do something, do it. You know? Yeah. That's the thing.
1: Welcome to the Be It Till You See It podcast, where we talk about taking messy action, knowing that perfect is boring. I'm Lessa Logan, Plies Instructor and Fitness Business Coach. I've trained thousands of people around the world Okay. Loves, if you're watching this episode on YouTube, uh, you are not looking at twin sisters. However, <laughs> I do think that, uh, our guests this week, Ripley Raider, and I do have some genes that can be shared because, oh my God, there's just so much that I love about this episode. I'm I'm, I'm going to have a hard time picking it out, but there's some, there's some little nuggets in here that you're going to want to rewind hit again. There's one towards the very end before we go into the ad break that I'm like, oh, yes yes to all of this. So, um, I was so excited to have this guest on because, um, she's a brand I see all the time and she's one of these brands that I've like looked at. And I thought like, Oh my God, like she's just getting, I I remember her. I remember hearing about her 10 years ago and now here she is just everywhere. She feels like she's everywhere. Um, she's still growing and it's just so fun to hear the journey and meet the maker behind something. And, and also, get honest advice from someone in in the world who's doing their thing. And I think too often the world of Instagram and all these people trying to tell you like, be yourself, you know, just do it. Like how? <laughs> That's why this podcast exists. How? And I want the honest truth behind it. And uh, you're going to get that from today's guest. So Ripley Raider is our guest. She is the founder of those amazing pants that are always showing up in your feeds and you are going to look like a badass in them and you're going to hear why she's so obsessed with that. And, um, I think this is going to be one of my most favorite episodes you have. Uh, it's one of my favorites. So thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you very, very much for sharing the episodes. Um, they are how, uh, honestly you sharing the episodes, how, (laughs) how we get more listeners, how we, um, can continue to get guests that inspire you to take messy action, ditch perfection, and be it till you see it. Here's Ripley. All right, be it, babe. I have a fabulous guest. I'm gonna be really honest. When this person came across my radar, I was like, uh, "Is this the person whose pants are in my feed every single day?" Because yes, I do mm-hmm. want to talk to this amazing woman. I love to talk to women who have like taken an idea and then not only made it f- into fruition, but have like somehow, you know, become omnipresent in our lives um, because these are the women that we can all learn from. So Ripley Raider, thank you so much for being our guest today. Can you uh, tell everyone who you are and in case they haven't heard of you, what you do?
0: I, well, that's like the nicest introduction. So <laughs> thank you for that. Um, you're also my agent. My name is Ripley Raider. I am the founder and uh, CEO of Ripley Raider. Same name, brand name. We sell women's contemporary clothing. We're particularly known For our pants. So, uh, so yes, but we are, we are American made, American founded, um,
1: ethically produced company proudly. That's and also not easy to do.
0: (laughs) No, no, not easy to do and not easy to do at our price point, even though it is a little higher than some others, but yes, we, it's something, it's like a, it's something that's very important to me and I won't bend on it.
1: Yeah. I love that. I mean, like, um, I mean, we can go so many places, but the, uh, earlier this year, our websites were, our servers were attacked. And so all of our websites went down the whole thing. And like, it was, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, insert like vomit gag, like all the chills. I just died. Um, and they were done for six days. And so it was just like daily, like, okay, it's you, still not up. Okay. So here's another email. Here's another post where I'm like, Hey guys, thanks so <laughs> much. And, but it was the values of transparency, authenticity, consist, like all their values that we like, you put together that was like, okay, well, these are our values and we have to live through them right now. And how do we get people their classes and how do we do this so that like uh, they don't have to be on the website, like getting creative and using the values. And so I love that you're like, I'm not going to bend on this. It must be ethically produced. It must be here. And we have to do it at a price point that is achievable, even if it is on the higher end. I think that like, it makes it easier to know what to say yes and no to. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's right for you. And that's something people always say, they used to say to me, when you get big, it's not gonna, and I'm like, well, we're big, so we're still doing it. So I don't know what to say to you. Like, Maybe you just, you know, you start your own company somewhere else. But with this, we, we really stand true to it. We're proud of it.
1: Yeah. So let's like go go into that. Like, I mean, obviously being a woman CEO, it's still a rare thing, unfortunately. Um, And then of course you are told things like, oh, well you can do that now, but when you get bigger, you can't do that. So how, how did you kind of basically go, I'm going to do this anyways. And then kind of, how do you handle facing that kind of adversity? Well,
0: I have delusional self-esteem and I think that a bunch of idiots have started companies and become really successful. And so my whole thinking is if one person has done it, there's not a reason I couldn't do it as well. And I'm not afraid to learn as I go. So someone, I just, we signed on someone relatively new in a position and she goes, I'm learning. I'm so sorry. She was apologizing. I'm just getting the, rope. I'm just figuring out the ropes. And I was like, we're all just figuring out the ropes. At whatever level you're at. So if you're, if you can be vulnerable enough to be like, I'm just learning this, I don't know what I don't know and, and learn it, whether it's YouTube, whether it's um, like I learned, I had in the very beginning, when I started shooting during the pandemic, when I had to scale back financially, I like went on YouTube to go, how do I use a camera? Um, and then I had my, then I had incredible mentors come forward, like Ripley, let me teach you. (laughs) Um, but I, I think that there's a being a, a willingness to learn, um, is the key to, listen to yourself and then learn mm-hmm. and not be, there's no shame in that. Like it's. there's no shame in not knowing what you don't know. Yeah. And, and, and so then with no shame, then you don't feel constantly small, um, because there's an earnestness in building a business. And I'm just as proud as the business 10 years ago. I started 10 years ago as I am now. I'm also, I'm prouder of that person. My life is much easier now. It's bigger now, but it's it the grind was eight years ago when like, I couldn't get arrested by anybody. <laughs> and you know, you just keep doing it and now it's a lot different, but I think that that's, you know, I also just don't listen to many people. I have like four people I listen to.
1: So, okay. That's yes. Okay. I, I, um, we, as someone who's on, like, I'm, I get, I'm on YouTube. I'm all of the things and we got to, we coach a lot of businesses and like, Oh my God, these people are so mean to me. And I'm like, are they on your list of people you listen to? Cause if they're not, you, you, you gotta go, I they're hurting. Like they're not like, you cannot take that in because you could. And then on the flip side, you could all, there's so much information out there. You could be listening to 17,000 coaches for free between Instagram and, TikTok yeah. and YouTube. And so I love that you're like, I have these four people who like, I get advice from, and that's where I go. That had to be really, um, it's hard, kind of hard to turn out, tune out the noise, but then once you can do it, it really helps pave the way.
0: It is. And I, I'll listen to, I mean, in some ways we listen to anyone. When I was three years into the business, I brought on my husband to, to help. And so he is um, running operations and we talk all the time about people want to pitch us ideas and stuff. We'll listen, but we don't absorb. But, I mean, we, we, sometimes there'll be something and we'll be like, Ooh, that's a little gym everything else you're saying is complete crap but that momentary like flash of brilliance will take but nothing like you say nothing permeates except if someone of it truly is about four people um if they say something i listen one of which is my 18 year old intern she is <laughs> absolutely now now i brought her on as a full-on assistant she's brilliant and smart and uh out, thinks outside the box and isn't limited by by what happens to you when you become an adult. (laughs) And um, so she's one of the ones, but I mean, I don't think it has to be like, not actually none of the people who are my touchstones are um, like business advisors. Mm. They're just people I really deeply trust and know have my back.
1: Yeah. I, um, I love that you have an 18 year old. I, I think I, we, I wish I, we all had one just like, where are uh, the
0: 18 year olds?
1: Um, they're amazing. And they're going to
0: save us. Gen Z's are Gen Z's run my whole company. Everyone under, under besides me, I'm 42. Okay. Um, uh, everyone else is like 26 and under. <laughs> uh,
1: everyone. <laughs> I love that amazing. so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. yeah we, uh, we, my, so my husband also came on, um, as he now is a CEO. So like I was, everyone was calling me the CEO. And I was like, why am I on all these meetings? Like, well, you're the CEO. And I'm like, so I'm the ideas person. And when I, when I heard Seth Godin go, no, there's like a CVO, there's a chief visionary officer. I'm like, that's mm. me. That's my job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah You yeah, do the meetings. Cool. You can be the yeah. CEO and you can hire all the people. Yeah. I'm going to be over here with my ideas. Yeah. Um, I want to go back cause you said something and I want to highlight it. You have been doing this for 10 years. I, I want to highlight that because I think so many people are seeing you everywhere, seeing the amazing product you put out and they're thinking she just blew up. She's an overnight success. It happened in the last couple of years i I'm paying to my paying into my ads that's not true. You've been working your tail off for 10 years, uh, probably 10 years, more. Um, 10 years, 10 and, years. and you said the per like that, the version of you eight years ago, like my gosh, the, what she had to do. Um, you're so proud of like, what, how is it like to like, just be like holding the torch? Like, Hey, listen to me, arrest me by my pants. <laughs> how no. was that to get to where you're now? You have an 18 year old who can help you do the things.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think, this goes back to a really deep belief in yourself and what you're offering. So I'm as proud as my of my products uh, today as I was eight years ago. I have the same pride in them and I know they're good. And I haven't changed anything from eight years ago. You know, like it's the same products. Um, I mean, of course, additional ones. But I think that it's a matter of like, I just, I think that you have to have delusional self-esteem our delusional belief in yourself and in your product Mm -hmm. and um and that and and you have to be sort of tilted to it like um I forget who said that I didn't I didn't um that's a quoting of someone brilliant that I'm blanking on (laughs) but it's this idea of being mildly obsessed with Mm -hmm. what you do and um and knowing that like not being popular then had nothing to do with what, who I was. Mm-hmm. I just needed, I just needed to be, I needed more people to know me. And I knew if they knew me, my brand, um, they would love it. They would love them. And so I just sort of stayed true to that. So I, I really didn't let it affect the my thought of who I was or who, you know, whatever. Um, and I just kept thinking if more people, and that's when, Marketing is wonderful where they you and it's the truth. Now that we are out to so many people, um I have to respond all the time to people on Instagram. Uh and a lot of times it's me responding because we're just growing our team. In the past two years we've exploded. So we don't have enough people to do everything. So I have. I have people obviously on my team responding to customer service, but I, we can't get to everything. So it'll be me personally responding, going, we are not some Instagram marketing company. We are like a tiny team where a team, our corporate team is a team of including shipping and receiving 10 people. That's including me, um, like any C-suite people, any creatives, any operations <laughs> like, and then of course we have, you know, we have our factories and our, you know, other teams subcontracted, but I, we're small, we're small, yeah. but mighty. And so I think because of that, I try to show that there's humanity because I think we're all conditioned to be like, where's my thing in 28 hours? I mean, it's like ridiculous, you know? And so when I remind people that there's humanity in this, um, there's nothing more personal than a business, I'm outside yourself or your family, like you, there's, I, I, I want to say to each of my client, like every pair of pants that you buy, like helps our community and good money goes back into the, to the community and back into America. And, um, and, and people are building homes and, uh, you know, educations for their children. And, and that really means something.
1: Yeah. I, um, I also, I'm also in my own Instagrams and I'm in the comments of all of them. And, um, and it's really interesting when I respond to people, cause they're like, I can't log into this thing. And I'm like, well, we do have customer support. Like we have, there exists, yeah. but of course, in the day and age of social media, they're like, I can't log in, and I'm like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. And they're like, Oh, hi, and I'm like, It's okay, <laughs> like, 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 we're I, human. I, I can't help you, actually, because I'm not the tech person, but here are like three things you should try right now, and also here's two places to reach my tech team, and then let me know that you're in so I can like note that. And it's it, that humanity bringing that to your business is so key because. I think people also want to know they matter. I mean, that's probably yes. why you created your line. It's like, it's not just to build a pant that didn't exist in the world. It's to because it's because you want every woman who's wearing them to feel like they matter. They're the most beautiful, most confident, most amazing person in their own world. And so, you know, um, having humanity in your business is not easy. And especially as it grows, there are certain things. Like I was talking to someone yesterday, like, well, how do we get you more out of the business so you could do these things over here? And I'm like, well there's some things I just don't want to let go of yet. Like I, or I don't ever. I, or ever. Right. I I really had like a... Sarah
0: Blakely. Wasn't she, I mean, she was involved with Spanx hands-on till the very end. So yeah. She sold it. And yeah. she was, a, she was like the main negotiator for the sale, for the sale of it. So like this concept that you have to let things go, of course, things need to get delegated. Right. But
1: what you value, you should stay on top of. Yeah. And I, you know? it's, it's so, and that's what I, I, think. I agree. And I'm like, and I, and I think I fight, I, fi- I was like, I'm, I am was like, I realize I'm fighting to, to be this busy with these things, but these things don't bother me. Like writing the newsletter to my, to the people who've given us the, their email, like that's a big deal. That's their email. They're saying, yes, you can email me. I want to write that right now. And I love it. I love writing to them. I love that thing. And yes, it does take my time, but I'd rather that than like, they're getting an email from somebody who's trying to be me. <laughs> yeah that's
0: the thing yeah i'm really involved in that as well and i you know it's really important it's
1: really important so how do you so you i mean also like seeing an idea through to fruition and like now here we are 10 years into it like what are some things that you do to keep your eye on the vision of what you've been wanting to grow? Because also I think like at some point, like you got there, right? Like people are wearing your pants. You've blown up really big. So like, <laughs> did you. you like go back to the drawing board of like, okay, what's the next step? Like, what's the next thing? It's the next mountain we're going for? Or are you still working towards the same goal? Um, I am
0: never satisfied. I am, um, on fire all the time to an obsessive degree. Um, and so I've always got more ideas on where we can go. And, um, and so that's part of my fire, I think. Uh, And then I have to have a team around me who's like, okay, it's not if it's how, how do we do it? And good timing. Like I'm not going to create a new big launch in the middle of another launch. Like I'm not going to launch something fun and exciting and fire building in the middle of like my pre-fall launch so we're on a calendar and then within that calendar i go um how do i grow the company how do i reach more people and you know in some fashion worlds they do fashion shows and they do that sort of world i don't play in that circle um for me as a you know a self-funded company that financially is just not on the table i'd rather you know I'd rather that money go different places, and so, but so I figure out where is it that I want to put my my mm. energy, both uh, in my my brain and in my wallet, uh, towards towards whatever I think will really benefit us, and also like we have a new campaign coming out that's called. Um, It's like it's our jumpsuit, which is my original piece, but no one knows I was only selling jumpsuits for the first like three years of the company. Um, I make like the best jumpsuit in the business, but nobody knows it because they all know my pants and so. I've got this jumpsuit that we're relaunching as this like sisterhood of the traveling jumpsuit we shot it on like five different women or 10 all different ages all different sizes, you know, because hot is hot and um, and so it's like this, imagine an army of women not afraid to stand out is the whole concept behind it. And that to me is something I can sink my teeth into. Those are the kind of like launches and fire and brand building that I can get behind rather than possibly um, at this point in our game, you know, spending an equal amount of money doing a fashion show or something i mean meanwhile i just came from the fear of god fashion show at the hollywood bowl and it changed my life i wept so i do believe there's value in it but he's a few steps ahead of me and so i think i if you're gonna do it you got to do it right like they did uh fear of god did and so it's a matter of like okay until i'm there what can i do on my scale to sort of um widen The viewership, you know, widen the women I get to dress.
1: Yeah, I think that's also there's something about that kind of, um, those kind of like limitations that get me a little bit excited. Like, of course, I'm first, I'm frustrated. I'm like, I want to do the thing that I I want to do when I want to do it. But then, like, I find that the more limitations I've ever had, even though I hate, I hate them, um, I. I create something even better in that moment than I could have if it didn't exist. And so there's something about like not seeing obstacles as like a stop sign, but rather like a way to like guide you and like challenge you in a way to to take something to the next level. So I hear you. I think it's really important to, uh, it's so easy for us to see the people in front of us and like try to keep up with them and not realize like we can actually do a really freaking good job where where we are and we can do it a unique way that hasn't been done before.
0: Yeah. And you're just not in competition with anybody else. I mean, like there are some incredible designers based out of LA. Heidi Merrick is one, ALC is one. I mean, you have Misa Los Angeles is one for Love and Lemons. These are incredible women who have started companies and and we all do different things. None of us, of course, like we're all fighting for the same dollars in some ways, but like not my respect for them is so deep um, that I feel more than any competition. There's just like, we're all sort of in it in it together. And so I really, I really don't play the comparison game with my brand. Mm. Um, we have a no blame game in our company, um, because we all mess up all the time, you know, and we don't compare. Mm. I, I will look at other people and go, God, their work was so good. Or man, Tory Burch's like fashion show down like a New York city street was like the most incredible thing. Um, but I can just respect that. And I just, the comparison game will kill you. Yeah, And I just, I I won't, the only person I'm competing against is myself really on how to, at this point, how to continue to grow so we can continue to keep our staff and, you know, that sort of thing. Like, I don't think, I just, I I stay out of that because I don't think it's healthy. I, you know, if I can just focus on me and what we do and, and how to, I don't know my own path is my path and i just don't play with the i don't i mean when i do i really try to step i mean i'm not perfect so there are days where i'm like i have to unfollow or block mute this for 30 days like it's too much for me <laughs> This is my favorite but button. Just, yeah <laughs> it's like and it's wonderful for 30 days. <laughs> yeah it's like a it's a wonderful thing i have um I, I work with a lot of teen girls and um and i actually have a podcast where i interview them and one of them was like Sometimes you just have to do it. You have to say what's important for my mental health. And, and so, and it doesn't mean that you love them any less, whoever it is. It just means that right now you're feeling vulnerable and you need to take a step back from it because their victories are not your failures, but you know, yes. but I think you have to, we're all human. None of us are perfect.
1: Yeah, no, that's the whole reason the show exists. It's like being imperfect, taking the messy action. But I thank you for sharing that. Like a, you're not perfect. And also, you know, I think. I, I agree. Like I, we can't be in comp- competition with anybody. Like one of my girlfriends, her podcast is like thriving. And I had this impression that we like started at the same time. And I had this moment of going, oh my God, like, wow, I just really, I must have done something wrong along the way. Like, you know, and then I looked, she started her podcast three years before me. So she should, oh, she should be way ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. that is just a sign that like oh time is also helpful in this world yeah. so yeah. you know
0: and the- with and with the, you never know like i so much of fashion is funded differently and so you don't know if like i don't know if a certain brand is is owned a whole like i own a 100 percent of my company a lot of brands that are bigger than me don't um because they have a little bit more capital to throw into it and so there are so many things at play that you're like you don't that you, there's just so much that you're yeah. like oh it's not a fair game it's yeah not a fair game
1: yeah okay so we um we do business coaching for fitness instructors and they're like well I, I charge what this what everyone else is charging I'm like you don't know if they own the building you don't even know if they're profitable you don't even know if they're doing this for charity out of the kindness of their heart you have no idea if they're they are uh, just have family wealth and so this is like the way they kick the time around. You have to go off of your game. Like, <laughs> yeah, it
0: just you know? has nothing to do with anybody else. That's the thing. I think if we can constantly remind ourselves that like, um, that it's really just about you and your purpose. And if you can constantly go back to what's my purpose, what's my purpose, then you have this like freedom. And you talked about boundaries earlier and it's like, you know, when directors get get to make a movie with no budget, it usually sucks. Like no budget limitations or, you know, most my, I'm married and, um, and I even think of my friendships, like there's, there's boundaries in that and whatever the agreements are and whatever agreements you decide to make with your partner or your friends or whatever, but within that you can thrive. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, it gives me—I love it. Like I—I I have to say, I really have enjoyed. I decided not to take outside funding years and years ago, and um, because of that, I've been like when other people, you know, go like this straight up. I'm like the little engine that could behind them. Yeah. And um, and I think because of that, I had to step out of the circus. I had the comparison game. Yeah. Because I knew I could not compete with people whose funding included like, you know, an empire. Yeah. They're, they're getting to use. I mean, know? And I, so I just, I, I didn't play. I don't play that game.
1: Yeah. I, um, I think that like, it's, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not, if some, if you're listening to this and you took an investment in your business, like game on, like, no, go, like, I
0: want you to like, yeah. please, I think, but for me, it was something that what happens in fashion often is if you get an outside investor, you lose some creative control. Mm-hmm. And I did not want that. And yeah. so, um, And so that is the reason primarily that I didn't take outside funding um, because I didn't want to lose the creative control. Now, I know a lot of people who have outside funding and they're still absolute chief creative officer and their word. um, But I I'm pretty I mean, I was a Broadway dancer, like and singer, like up to I didn't go to school for fashion or anything. I just made my own clothes my whole life. And so I. I don't know about the fashion world at all. So I didn't want, like, I can't pretend to know. So I just don't play the game. I just stay out of it. Like, Jen and I always laugh. We could be selling hammers. Like we're just, it happened. I care more about making women feel
1: great. Mm -hmm.
0: Because looking great is easy. It's how you feel in your clothes that
1: matter. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I want to go to you didn't go to fashion school you just happened no. to be someone who made your own clothes there had to be some be it till you see it moments and like i'm gonna like i'm gonna go make clothes and i'm gonna make a business like like well it was interesting was because was i like being
0: it it's funny because for acting and singing i was it was total be it you see so it was like i've got my eye on the prize and blah blah but with with fashion it was like I made my own clothes and I swore I would never make clothes for other people because sewing was one of my greatest joys and I didn't want to ever <laughs> have to impress or please other people with my sewing or my designs. Cut to 10 years ago I'm at a concert in maybe 12 years ago, I'm at a no 10. Uh, I'm at a concert in Vegas wearing a jumpsuit I made in this woman who buyer at Fred Siegel, which is arguably the best boutique in Los Angeles, maybe the country. Um, said, well, I own a store at Fred Siegel. If you make in America and you can make this for this price point, um, I'll sell you. I'll give you the launch. Oh
1: my God. I used to run a store inside of Fred Siegel. No way. Yeah. Inside of Santa Monica store. Uh, Do you know
0: rocks and silk Joy Davis? Yes. So Joy is one of my (laughs) dearest friends now, but she said to me, if you do this, I will sell you and oh. I and she's like you I need three three different jumpsuit colors because I only made jumpsuits and I need two sizes oh and so my. I did her size and I did a tight like I did a small and an extra small oh my gosh
1: there. okay so I left Fred Siegel to become a applies instructor and that was and I really no was way. I didn't want to but like I was getting so busy teaching but like yeah. I, it was so hard for me to let go because y'all at so back in the day it used to be a mall without walls I don't know what happened when they sold. But um, I worked for Ice Accessories. And uh, not to be confused with the ice scene, very different thing. This is like high-end, amazing jewelry, amazing bags, all the things. And uh, also from one of the like top retailers, like the retail, like lords of the world. Uh and so I was learning so much and I but I got forty percent off every store in Fred Seagull. And so Heaven. 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 Any store. I was like, oh look at those jeans over there at the denim bar like Ah, oh, i love the okay. denim bar so i uh, so that's crazy so you're in vegas you're wearing your thing this person's like i want you to make this for me and so you do you end up in the most amazing hottest spot to be where like literally celebrities are going and like doing their own shopping and yeah. then well, what happened
0: it was, well it was <laughs> like oh she said that to me and i looked into it a little bit and then um a week later i was at an, uh, a party and the fashion editor for la magazine linda mediato she came up to me cause I was pretty broke at the time. So I'm wearing the same jumpsuit uh, that I had made. And she goes, where'd you get it? Cause I would get stopped by women everywhere. And I said, you know, it's funny, Linda, I made it. And I think I might launch it Fred Siegel. This is so crazy. I'm like a Broadway. I've just made clothes for myself a lot. And she goes, well, when you do, this is when blogs were very popular. She was like, I'll do a blog story on you. Um, And so, and then I called in a few favors from my fancy red carpet celebrity friends and they wore me and then but i went on craigslist and found a found these guys and they were um they were like part of a gang i think i don't know but it was sketchy it was like a really sketchy spot where they used to make my clothes And because I never sewed my clothes for um, the masses, like, I know I can make clothes for myself, but I didn't have the kind of training or the machines that I needed to go commercial. So, um, so, so they made my first like 50 jumpsuits. I think I sold 50 jumpsuits and you know 6 months or a year or something and now if i sell less than 50 a day i'm mad you know it's like that thing
1: <laughs> yeah that is what a story i love that because um i think some people can get so caught up on like okay i need to know the buyers and you know who this is like they get caught up in the next steps oh my god and yes. and not caught up in like the thing that they could become obsessed with and you weren't even really trying to but like you didn't you didn't let the cart lead the horse. You're like, I love this jumpsuit and I can make my own clothes and, Oh, people are liking it. So I'm just going to make this thing that they like, <laughs> and I'm going to yeah, find You them.
0: can't overthink it. I think people are conditioned to think that that conditions have to be perfect. It's ridiculous. Like just do it. Like there's nothing. Think about it less and do it. If, if you're being called to do something, do it,
1: you know? Yeah. That's the thing. So what was the, like, so then you go from being a performer to being a business owner. And like, yeah. also there's like, when you're selling wholesale, there's like all these terms, some people pay upfront, some people pay on delivery, some people pay 120 days later.
0: <laughs> so yeah. We don't do any of that. We're yeah. like credit card or nothing. You know, I think maybe our, one of our first accounts we did a net 30, um, cause I had a personal relationship with the buyer. Um, but no, we yeah. didn't, it was funny. It was like, But I didn't, you know, when I was starting, I didn't know margins, I didn't know anything, and I had, we we had a sales rep, um, rep us from the beginning on the East coast and she really taught us everything. Mm. She knew we had a really good product. And so she was like, I think you guys have, and we just did jumpsuits at the time. So she was like, I really think that you guys have some legs. Um, let me sort of tell you how it should go. And we just listened to her word as gospel and like, did this markup and this markup. And, and I was like, I think we've got something here. And yeah. we were slow. We were, we, well, the first couple of years, I think across the board in two years, we got in like a hundred boutiques, which is pretty big um, considering our slow, like we weren't, you know, explosive yeah. everywhere, but then we slowly got reps all over the country to rep us. And just in the past, like two years, three years, we've gotten like what I believe to be like the dream team of reps across the country yeah. um, repping us. And uh, so we are, and we, we don't do deals that are crappy. I don't care if it's, you know, the best boot, best boutique in quotations or best major store. We don't do things that won't make us money.
1: Uh, So you guys, you have to understand what that means. You have to like, that's like, put that on your boards and and keep it as gospel because I, when I was in retail, so I started retail in 2002, uh, and was in it until 2010. And, um, there be piece designers who just want I won't say the name of the shop given though they're closed, but let's I don't need them to come after me. Um there's this one particular shop in Hollywood that is well known for never paying. They would never pay and I would have designers would, we'd sell their stuff at our store and they would literally have to go in to the shop and just steal their own product back because they never got paid. And if you, and they wanted so badly to be seen in this store because that's where like the paparazzi were at the time, which was a big deal, like all these things. And they sold, they they had this idea that if they're in there, they're going to make it. And it actually cost them, some of them, it cost them the opportunity to grow because they didn't have any of the money and they didn't get any of the fame.
0: Yeah, you have to have, that's why we don't do net 30, that's why we take a credit card, um, because we, you know, I have a pretty good business mind and and so does my husband and, and, you know, I love art. If I just wanted to make art, I would be making art on the Lower East Side and like, you know, living in a garage somewhere, but ultimately I want to dress a ton of women. And to do that means I have to grow and make really smart choices. And the people we hire, I want to be able to pay them and like Mm -hmm. have them know that they could depend on it and grow their lives around it. And so like, this is, you can't, yeah, that's why you can't, you can't get caught up in the glitter and bullshit of any business. There's always going to be something, someone telling you that you're not capable of doing something or you need XYZ to make it happen. I'm like, Until today, or until like this past week, actually, I've done my entire website. The when we had three people a month to three people a second, Um, and and there were so many people who was like, "Oh, you can't do your own website." It's like, "Yes, I can." Like, I bet you can. Like and I think that's that goes back to the belief in mm-hmm. in one's abil- uh, one's abilities and capabilities.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I like I'm like listing the takeaways in my head already because, um, it's it's uh, so important to not let people scare you out of your own ideas. Oh, yeah. And oh, my gosh, yes. I'm sure you had many people who probably told you can't do this. You can't do that. Or like overwhelm you with like the like the obstacles that will be in the way which there will always be. But like, my goodness,
0: (laughs) I know we had someone come in. We just took over the top floor of our building downtown L.A. Our views are like literally I mean, they're 360 views and it's insane and this woman came up and she's like it's going to be so hot up here because you know they're old buildings so just open the windows and we have fans but i wanted to say that's what you're that's the comment you're making not (laughs) i can't believe this insane space like good job you know i think that we so quickly go to the struggle Mm -hmm. i don't i don't go to the struggle i try to not that i'm pollyanna but i think it's like, for example, women can it's socially acceptable for a woman to woman to say i'm fat and everyone around her goes no you're not fat no 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 you're not fat you're gorgeous whatever. But it's not socially acceptable for a woman to go I look fucking incredible in this outfit and my whole thing is giving women permission to say aloud. I want to get a job, I want to get laid. That's what someone said to me once about get my pants. Is that when they like wear my clothes, (laughs) they could do it when they need to get a job or get laid. And that's the thing that sort of went viral. That was the ad that went viral. And I didn't say it, a client said it to me, but I thought to myself, here we are giving voice to things like that, that are powerful. Like, so, you know, so I think it's, it's questioning this social norms, Mm -hmm. like, what really is true to you and what are you driven to do? And when you're driven to do it and you see something that needs to be addressed, then that is your calling to do it. Mm. Uh, at least that's
1: what I live by. Yeah. I love that. Okay. What um, you mentioned it already, but what are you about the the, the new jumpsuits coming But Is that what you're most excited about right now? Or is there something else up the pipeline that you're excited to work on?
0: I mean, maybe that's the most exciting thing to me because I, um, it was like my baby and I love this piece. And so I'm really excited to get that out there. Um, I'm very, very excited for our upcoming collection for fall, winter, but I live in the future of the company. And so I'm actually designing SS 24 right now. So I'm like super excited to, we had a fitting earlier today and I'm like, we have, I'm super excited about this mesh dress. We have like, I'm just like across the board. Like I'm like excited for life and Mm -hmm. excited for growth. Um, but I. I think probably, I think what I'm most excited about is being a brand that women have access to, to wear when they need to feel armored up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's all. And I don't think that's what I think I'm most excited about is reaching. And, and, and that sounds like some back thing of like, I just want to get fucking huge. Obviously I want to do that. I want to be like the next Donna Karen, but I think there is a level of really what is the underlying thing you're excited about as a business owner, and it cannot be, I will not chase money, because I don't, I don't, I've had so many years of not having money, like I always, my husband and I joke about guacamole money, like when will we have guacamole money, where you don't think about the price of guacamole when you go out
1: to dinner um <laughs> as, as as an ex-la person i know i know i what mean that's you mean? the thing yes. like
0: we're like it's a very big deal because you're like 11 dollars for and and you know and i think like you can't chase the money because that is a cheap chase and so for me i really i am committed to chasing um uh like growth of the, I want women. I, I see the fittings, like they come into our studio and they walk in as some person and then they walk out with their turtleneck and their wide leg pant and their oversized blazer. And they are a boss. And I'm like that. Do you need that every day for me? I do. I like being, I like doing that every day, but there, there is a moment in their life where they need that. And, Mm -hmm. and like clothes, you can live at the surface or you can go deep. Everyone from a CEO to, um, a stay at home mom, we all want to feel armored up and sexy. Mm -hmm. And I think like, no matter where you are, like the more women I can reach to make them feel that way, the better. Yeah. So that is like what, that is what I'm most excited about all the time. Like I just, it lights me up all the time.
1: Yeah. You're chasing this impact on the most amount of women, as opposed to the dollars. And I, and I totally understand that. And I think like, um, it gets, it's really easy for anybody who's to like be obsessed with how much they're going to make or if they're making enough. But it's like, if you actually chase the impact and you actually are like, how do I make sure that I'm like doing as much of this thing that if it affects more people, then the money just actually comes as a byproduct of that. Yeah. Like that's yeah. how it works out.
0: Yeah. It's a byproduct. And also like, I just want to be comfortable. Like, I don't need to have a ton of money, a money, a ton of money goes through me. A ton is relative. Like it's, I sound like a Murdoch, like money, <laughs> a, a small amount of money moves through me, um, as a business owner. And some of it sticks Yeah. less than one, less than one thinks like people are like, you must be rolling. it. it's so, like, well, it's like it's rolling through me. Uh, yes, yeah, of course. But it's not, you know, it's like things, it doesn't all stick. I oh. wish we took all of our, it's like all, Oh, like your sales. And I'm like, we don't, people like, you get like 80% of your sales. It's like, oh my God, I would die. I mean, what would happen <laughs> if we got, so oh I think God. there's a level of like, the bigger we get doesn't necessarily mean the more money we make. Right. And I don't care. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to drive the business into a hole, but that is not what drives me.
1: Yeah. It's, uh we, we, have, we have products as well. And like, you know, people are like, oh my God, you sold 300 decks. Like, I know that they can do a calculator in their head, like what that means. I'm like, so to print that.
0: Oh. <laughs> Plus the time and all the hours that it took to create that. <laughs> yeah. That's not
1: oh, 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 oh my gosh. One of the things we made was I stopped counting at over 300 hours of like the time. I just stopped. It was like, just don't even tell me because at that point I'm not going to think that we're ever going to make a profit. So we're just going to walk away from that right now. But like it's the margins are real, everyone. And I think like, again, that's why you have to just really focus on like on the impact. And also like what you just said earlier, it's like, be obsessed, be a little bit delusional about what your idea is because then it's more fun and you actually can show up every day, whether it's good, whether it's bad, what, what the obstacles are. Exactly. I guess really, okay. I have, uh, One more quick question before we take a break. You mentioned that you spend like, you're like in 2024 d- designing right now. Um, yeah. I find that like, as a business owner as well, I spend a lot of time in the future and then I'm like, Oh, today is what day is today. So <laughs> What that's are so some true. practices that you do to like go, oh, it is, it's still only 2023 and we're not even halfway through it. Like what, how do you get present or are you still working on that? that? Is that a,
0: <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm a, I'm a total work in progress. Um, I go to my office and I say, why do we still have these on the rack? And Ben, my husband or my team will say, um, because that's the season we're in. We're in SS 23. Like we're still selling these things. And I'm like, oh, that's why I also hired a creative operations lead, which helps me, navigate what's happening now and what's happening in the future mm. but i think there's i think staying present if is is very very difficult <laughs> i i don't i don't have a wise thing to say about
1: that except
0: Thank we're all work in progress <laughs>
1: thank you. You know, when you're just like, am I the, am I the, like, everyone looks so peaceful and calm. And I I have the morning routine down y'all. And I have told people about it It is the best. I love my, it's three hours long and it is all the things I want. And I still don't know what day it is.
0: (laughs) I mean, that's amazing. I think we call ourselves little ducks all the time because we seem super cool. Um, and then underneath the water, I am kicking so hard that like you wouldn't, and it's not anxiety, it's action. Yeah. Um, it's, it's ideas, it's, it's movement, it's balancing all the balls in the air, but you know, we can all look as cool as cucumbers, but you know, anyone who's an entrepreneur is a extraordinary hard worker yeah. and there's no way around it. Cause you can't fake it. Like I said to my PR team, when I first hired them back in the day, we don't have them anymore, but they're amazing. But I said, you know, when we get bigger, we're just going to hand stuff off. And she looks at me and she goes, when you get bigger, you just work harder. And I was like, what? Really? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you just work harder and more. And she's like, it's awesome. But that's the truth. And I thought, wow, no one had been shooting straight like that with me. So it was like an awesome thing to hear. I was like, huh. Okay. And to be honest, now that I'm on the other side, very true. (laughs) Very, very true.
1: Oh my gosh. Ripley, you are awesome. I feel like our paths probably crossed many a time in LA. Um, and we I, look like sisters. I, I mean, we really do. We totally do. Do, we do. There's I, very... my hair. were are down. My, I we, know. Like, I was exactly. just thinking, how did I not know with my hair up? You know, I'm, um, so,
0: <laughs> well, this is like such an example of business owning is that I planned on showering and getting gorgeous, but we had a shoot this morning and then a last minute fitting downtown in my office. So I had to run downtown. And then my team was like, you're fine. You're fine. Just stick your hair up at a ponytail. You're fine. You know? And I was like, okay,
1: oh, great. I love it. I thank goodness for team. We are going to take a brief break and then we're going to find out where people can find you, follow you, get more of your amazingness and your beat action items Where can people stalk you or look like you, dress like you, all the things?
0: (laughs) Um, I don't know if anyone wants to look like me, but I'll take it. Um, Well, our major platforms are Instagram is probably our biggest platform. It's shop at shop um, I also have a personal, I mean, sort of a designer account at Ripley Raider. So either one is great. It's fun to sort of follow both sides. One's very curated and incredible, and one is a bit more process oriented. <laughs> um, our website is ripleyraider.com. R-I-P-L-E-Y-R-A-D as in dog, E as an echo. R, and um, and so that's a that's an awesome place. Uh, that's probably the best places to reach me. That's perfect. You
2: know?
1: Bold, executable, intrinsic, targeted steps people can take to be it till they see it. What do you have for us?
0: Do more yourself. Don't be afraid to take something on. Do it. Do your own website. Do your own product testing. Do it yourself. Don't believe that you have to hire other people to make things happen. Because if you feel called to do it, you're probably intrinsically um, positioned to do the job. Mm. That's probably my biggest thing. Yeah. don't be afraid to do things on your own and they might not be great they might not be perfect but they're but they'll be done and you'll learn from it and then the next time it'll be perfect
1: yeah yeah i i love uh somebody asked me the other day like um you know which which is better done or perfect and i was like oh my god done every day <laughs> done every oh my day. gosh perfect perfect is well and i
0: and when i interviewed my teen girls about this we did a whole thing on perfection and i said to one of the girls what would you rather be than perfect she's 15 she looks at me and she goes Happy, impactful. <laughs> I mean, what else? Oh, and I was like, "Huh," because perfection doesn't exist in our company, and I don't believe in it. And I think that the best things in
1: life, perfection is boring. It's like vanilla ice cream; like it's boring. Yep, that's what we say at the top of every show. And also, I'm like, nobody wants to be friends with perfect. Like, I have a, a couple oh. friends in LA who like, I would be afraid to go to their house because it's so perfect. I'm like, are my socks even clean enough for their floors? Like, am I, Uh like, am I, are my jeans clean enough for this white couch? Like, (laughs) yeah, we don't, we're not precious with anything around here. Like,
0: no, it's there's, I'd rather be, I say to all of my interns, I have a gaggle of young women. And I'm like, the goal in life is to be interesting at a dinner party. It is not to be perfect. You need really good stories in your life because that will carry you Mm -hmm. everywhere you go. I mean, I've started this company, we're successful, but the most interesting conversations I have with people are when you were really poor and traveling Europe, what was your favorite hostel? This is the thing, right? Like interesting is the goal, perfection, for losers <laughs> yes
1: oh my god saving that forever uh briefly you, uh, you're phenomenal um i really oh, do hope so we get to cross paths because we... yes if
0: you're ever in la please do hit me up
1: oh i will because of course i mean we do we absolutely want to look like we're related we, <laughs> we do should. we and
0: i have <laughs> another woman on my team who looks exactly like us as well it's like i only hang out with
1: with other uh, i friends. love it like attracts like well you, you're a wonderful i'm so happy this happened y'all how yeah. are you going to use these tips in your life, please tag Ripley Raider, tag the Be It Pod. Share this with a friend who needs to hear how boring perfection is and how to be it till they see it. And um, until next time, be it till you see it. That's all I got for this episode of the Be It Till You See It podcast. One thing that would help both myself and future listeners is for you to rate the show and leave a review and follow or subscribe for free wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, Make sure to introduce yourself over at the Be It Pod on Instagram. I would love to know more about you. Share this episode with whoever you think needs to hear it. Help us and others be it till you see it. Have an awesome day. Be It Till You See It is a production of the Bloom Podcast Network.
2: It's written, filmed, and recorded by your host, Leslie Logan, and me, Brad Kroll.
1: It is produced and edited by the Epic Team at Desenio.
2: Our theme music is by Ali at Apex Production Music and our branding by designer and artist Gianfranco Chofi.
1: Special thanks to Melissa Solomon for creating our visuals and Samena Velazquez for our
2: transcriptions. Also to Angelina Herrico for adding all the content to our website and finally to Meredith Crowell for keeping us all on point and on time. All
1: right, my coffee lovers. I got something for you and I know most of you are coffee lovers because if you're listening to this you have lots of things you're doing and coffee is something that you are taking with you everywhere you go in fact I know the plaza instructors around here are taking coffee kombucha tea and water into every class that they take so This one is amazing because this is pure cafe bold. They have two options for you. They've got black coffee and then they've got a caramel coffee latte, which is amazing. And here's why it's amazing. It's pre brewed. So it comes in this amazing little packet and you can actually just take the packet in to your office, your work on a plane like we've been doing and then you pour hot water in and boom, you've got coffee. And this coffee actually has some amazing stuff. It's not just regular coffee. This coffee supports your immune system. It boosts cognitive function, increases stamina, it reduces stress and it has cordyceps
2: and what are cordyceps you ask oh that's right Brad's here nature's powerful secret energizer a rare species of fungi cordyceps is renowned for its invigorating properties and centuries old use in traditional medicine packed with essential nutrients this natural adaptogen boosts stamina and supports overall well being and seriously it's actually super simple to make Leslie and I have taken it camping. Yeah. I'll use it in the afternoon.
1: We're taking it everywhere because I'm tired of conferences and different hotels having burnt
2: coffee. It's a thousand times better than the terrible coffee that you get on an airplane. And
1: the black coffee is like